a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 38. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I've been doing longer than any of my podcasts. It started out as Persecuted Church Awareness Month. I decided about 10 years ago to make November Persecuted Church Awareness Month just because it seemed fitting and I don't know why. But there were 30 days in it, and I was counting down the top 30 countries on the world watch list. That's why. And it uh, would, I would, yeah, let's, I'll learn how to talk. It's been about three weeks since I've done a podcast. So I'm trying to figure out my, my tongue here again. So I started out counting down the top 30 countries throughout the month of November, uh, bringing stories of persecution and to bring awareness of, of the persecution that our brothers and sisters endure around the world, and then going through the prayer points and information about each of those countries from 30 to number one. It is a countdown. That's why the episode numbers go backwards. Last week was 39. This week is 38. Next week will be, or next time will be 37 and so on. The last couple of years, I've expanded it to an entire year. So from January to October, on the the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month, I count down from 50 to number 31 on the world watch list. And then November still being Persecuted Church Awareness Month, we count down the top 30 countries every day of the month. We do a podcast bringing stories of awareness of persecution of our brothers and sisters and counting down and doing going through the prayer points and praying for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Uh, so if you know somebody who would be willing to join us to take about 15 minutes out of their day to join us in praying for our brothers and sisters, being aware of what's going on around the world, the persecution that Christians endure because of their faith in Christ. I encourage you to have them uh, come to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube. Hit subscribe, like, get all the content that is released there. You can join the Fifth Seal page on Facebook. There's a page for Fifth Seal open for anyone to join. I post all these videos and information about the countries on there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook, uh, Gab TV, all of those places where the content is put out. You can follow, join. Please take 15 minutes out of the day, uh, hear these stories, know about these countries, pray for our brothers and sisters. That's a big part. Praying at the end of every one of these episodes, uh, we can look at the prayer points for those countries and the stories that we that we read, the news stories that come out of these different countries, and we pray for those brothers and sisters who are being persecuted because of their faith in Christ. So that's a little bit of background on the uh, podcast there for anybody who's new. I've had a bunch of new subscribers over the last few weeks, so I wanted to just get that in there. And all that being said, it is Wednesday, July 14th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This is from persecution.org. Several released and many more captive in Kaduna kidnappings. 
Kidnappers have released several hospital nurses abducted shortly after midnight on Monday, July 5th in northwestern Nigeria's Kaduna State. The hospital, which specializes in the treatment of tuberculosis and leprosy, was attacked by unidentified criminals who shot three people and kidnapped ten, including two infants. Under an hour later, another group attacked Bethel Baptist School near Kaduna City and abducted over 120 students. Simultaneously, yet another group attacked Living Faith Academy, which houses 500 students. Police were able to fight the attackers off after a two-hour battle. ICC contacts on the ground were close to the incidents, including one whose son is a student at Bethel Baptist and was among the few who escaped amid the confusion and darkness. The student's father, Reverend Joseph Hayab, is an influential member of Kaduna's Christian community and the chairman of the Kaduna State Chapter of the Christian Association of Nigeria. Quote, God Almighty will arise and intervene in this unfortunate incident. Our trust is in God, and I urge all our parents to remain calm and keep faith with God, for there is nothing he cannot do, unquote, said Reverend Joseph Hayab. Violent incidents like these have become increasingly common in Kaduna State during the tenure of Governor Nasil El Rufai. In office since 2015, he has actively contributed to the unrest in his state regularly making inflammatory comments designed to deepen the sectarian divide and instituting a number of punitive lockdowns on Christian communities that have led to scores of death, me- deaths. Meanwhile, he and his family live a life of luxurious travel, international travel to Paris, New York, and beach resorts around the world. In the weeks since the abductions, the kidnappers have demanded that parents supply them and the children with food and issued ransom demands. As analysts expected, the kidnappers are demanding outrageous sums for the return of the children. The targeting of infants and the apparently coordinated attacks indicated this would be an especially difficult process to navigate. Over a thousand students have been kidnapped from across Nigeria this year. In nearly every case up to now, authorities have negotiated a quick release for the students. It remains to be seen how authorities will deal with this incident involving a Christian school. So, again, we we see these things where when you have government officials who are uh, hostile, essentially, to the Christian faith, more and more of these incidents happen without any resolve um without any without even really any kind of uh investigation or prosecution so we need to be praying for our brothers and sisters especially in nigeria it has been over the last two years nigeria has been kind of the i don't want to say the epicenter but a very very much a hotbed of islamic and uh, militant attacks upon Christians and their villages and their churches and their schools. So be praying for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. And that brings us to our World Watch List uh, country for this week, which is Jordan. Number 38, the source of persecution is Islamic oppression. The leader is uh, Abdullah. Let me actually go back over to this uh, list and and get everything. So their, their region is the Middle East. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. The religion, main religion, is Islam. The persecution level is very high. The population of Jordan is 10,209,000, of which about 180,000, so roughly 10%, are Christians. The government is a parliamentary, parliamentary constitutional monarchy. The leader is King Abdullah II. 
Um, it's been too long since I've done a podcast. I'm, I'm forgetting all of my little tricks of the trade. So uh, apologies for that. What does persecution look like in Jordan? What is life like for Christians? Compared to Christians living in other Middle Eastern countries, most Christians in Jordan live a safe and stable life and enjoy a relatively high level of religious freedom. King Abdullah II and his government appear to tolerate and to a certain degree support recognized churches. Most believers in Jordan belong to Orthodox or Roman Catholic churches. However, Christians still experience discrimination in employment and restrictions against public preaching. Unrecognized churches can face harassment by public authorities, particularly those that actively evangelize. Although Jordan likes to present itself as a beacon of tolerance and interfaith dialogue, radicalized Sunni Muslims and returning jihadists from Syria and Iraq continue to pose a threat to all the Christian community. Additionally, open testimony of faith by a Christian who converted from Islam can lead to beatings, arrest, and even death. Christians who are active in evangelism and or helping converts from Islam can face threats and oppression in daily life. Pressure remains very high for Christians who belong to these groups. Jordan has a dis disproportionately high number of Salafi Muslims who are potentially a danger to Christians and other religious minorities living in the country. The government continues to control mosque sermons and requires preachers to abstain from talking about politics to avoid social and political unrest in an attempt to rein in Islamic extremism. What has changed in Jordan? Jordan fell by five rankings on the world watch list. Excuse me. But its persecution levels have largely remained stable from last year. Violence against Christians remains very low, but pressure in all spheres of life stayed at the same level. Jordan's lower ranking this year is primarily attributable to the average rise in persecution among all countries on the world watch list. Who is the most vulnerable to persecution? Muslims who convert from Islam are most susceptible to persecution, particularly from their family or community who oppose their conversion. Female converts to Christianity are particularly vulnerable. Additionally, Christians who help converts or who evangelize are often targeted more aggressively. Prayer points for Jordan. Pray for Christians who worship in unregistered churches. Pray they would be able to continue to worship and that the religious freedom from the government, that the government promises would be more than empty words. Pray for followers of Jesus who left Islam. Pray they wouldn't be oppressed or ostracized by their families and that they would be safe from harm. And pray for leaders in Jordan that they would be increasingly open to religious freedom and that the hope of Jesus would transform their hearts and minds to follow him. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time we have to come together uh, to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we praise you for the medium that you've given us through this social media, through YouTube and other areas where we can post videos like this, where we can come together across vast uh, distances and even across the span of time, as many people will be watching this later, yet joining their voices with ours to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Father, uh, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria, especially in this area around Kaduna State, which has so many uh, groups, Boko Haram, Al-Shabaab, uh, Fulani militants that are all uh, involved in attacking Christian communities, Christian schools, uh, 
And we just pray, Lord, that you would protect our brothers and sisters in those areas. Those who have been kidnapped, Lord, we pray that the government would be able to step in and negotiate a quick release uh, for those for those people, for those young people, especially, Lord, the infants that were kidnapped from the hospital, that they would be reunited with their family. Lord, that you would use the testimony of these families and, and those uh, who are suffering the loss of loved ones and who are enduring this persecution, that you would use that even to draw their attackers to repentance and faith in you. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Jordan. We pray for those who are in the unregistered churches that you would uh, continue to let the government uh, let them to worship as they will, that the promises of religious freedom would not be empty words, but they would truly be held up and that those people in the unregistered churches especially would be able to continue to, one, evangelize, and two, uh, disciple their the Christians in those communities without uh, influence and pressure from the government. Lord, we pray for those who followers who have left Islam. We pray that you would give them favor in, among their families and communities, that they would not endure uh, persecution, uh, beatings, arrests, ostracization. Lord, we pray for their lives, that you would protect their lives. And Lord, again, we pray that you would use their witness to draw their family members and those in the community to a repentant faith in you as well, Lord. We pray for the leaders in Jordan, uh, that they would be open to religious freedom, that they would continue to not only make promises, but uphold the promises they've made to be tolerant and to be willing to let those who believe in, in Christ to worship um, him where they may and as they deem fit, as your word deem fits, deems fit, Lord, that they would that they would worship you as you have laid out in your word and that they would be free to do so. And again, God, we, we just, I thank you for all those who have joined into this group, who are joining their voices together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in you, Lord. I thank you for them. I pray that you bless them, Lord, and that you would use all of this to glorify yourself and draw others to a belief in you, Lord, that you would use this to bring people to repentance um, and that you would ultimately be glorified because it is for your glory and in your name that we do pray these things, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys again for the time you spend, the, the, the 15 minutes or so uh, every couple of weeks that you, that you join with us to, to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted. Again, I encourage you, if you know anybody who is interested in in praying for, for those who are persecuted, interested in the persecuted church around the world, invite them to come. The Fifth Seal on Facebook, The Fifth Seal on Gab, uh, Gab TV, uh, YouTube, the Evangelical Norm channel there. Subscribe, like, share. Uh, let's get as many people as we can joining together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words because they are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.